It is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And I ask you to turn in your Bibles to the 52nd Psalm, Psalm 52 for our opening passage of Scripture. Our theme for this day is going to be that God is greater than the tongues of men, and while they boast mightily of their imaginations and their thoughts and their accomplishments, the Lord is above all of them, and He's going to bring their words back in judgment on them. The strife of tongues is greater than ever. Men speak more freely and more boldly and blasphemously against God than ever before, but He shall have the last laugh over them. Let us all rise to worship the Lord with Psalm 52. This psalm was written by David against a man named Doeg the Edomite. When David was running from King Saul, he went to Ahimelech, the priest, and took from him some showbread for his men to eat and got from him the sword of Goliath. Doeg the Edomite went and reported this to King Saul, misrepresenting David, misrepresenting Ahimelech, and it cost all the priests' lives at the hand of Doeg the Edomite. And this is what David has to say about him and his words. Psalm 52. Why boastest thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man? The goodness of God endureth continually. Thy tongue deviseth mischiefs, like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Thou lovest evil more than good, and lying rather than to speak righteousness. Selah. Thou lovest all devouring words, O thou deceitful tongue. God shall likewise destroy thee forever. He shall take thee away and pluck thee out of thy dwelling place and root thee out of the land of the living. Selah. The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. And I will wait on thy name for it is good before thy saints. Amen. amen and amen. You may be seated. Doeg the Edomite, one of the great enemies of the saints of God in the Bible. For those of you that are familiar with the events, he went into the city of Nob and killed all the priests. King Saul, when he heard that Ahimelech had aided David and abetted him in hiding from King Saul in his efforts to kill him, asked who would kill the priest, but no one wanted to touch the priest, the Most High God, except Doeg the Edomite, one of the descendants of Esau. And this psalm is about that. If you have an Oxford or a Cambridge Bible, it may have a superscript over this psalm that gives the information that the scribes of Israel recorded for the psalm. For the first five verses or so, we referred to the words of Doeg the Edomite because they were destructive words given to King Saul to make Ahimelech look guilty. But remember, David lied to Ahimelech as to why he was there in order to protect Ahimelech. 
And so he misconstrued, he misconstrued the whole event in order for Saul's anger to be against the priests, and then Doeg the Edomite had them killed. From David's standpoint, this was a horrible event because David did his best to try to protect Ahimelech and to hear that the priests of his God had been killed by Saul and his chief herdsman, Doeg the Edomite, was terrible to him. And yet, we always come back to the fact that God is sovereignly in charge of all events. The Bible says in Psalm 76 and verse 10, Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee, and that includes the wrath of Edomites like Doeg and like Saul. Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee, the remainder of wrath thou shalt restrain. God had his way in the death of all those priests because those priests were the family tree of Eli. And God had promised through little five-year-old Samuel, and God had promised through the prophet to Eli that he was going to wipe out his family tree for his compromise with his wicked sons. So God's will was being done while Doeg the Edomite was committing a great transgression, which is described here. David was disturbed by the whole event, and yet he trusted the Lord when he called down God's judgment on the executor of the judgment against Eli's family because Doeg the Edomite was guilty, yet God's will was accomplished. There's only one way to view events like this in the Bible, and that's through the sovereignty of God. God was not surprised. God was executing His will in what Doeg the Edomite did. The strife of tongues today with evolution and abortion and all the blasphemy against God and the ridiculing and same-sex marriages and tearing down the institutions and establishments of the Most High is multiplying. It's more frequent. It's louder. It's more blasphemous than ever. And so I think that our theme for today is good for us. It's entitled Famous Last Words. We want to consider in history, but mostly in the Bible, how men have opened up their mouths and said great and blasphemous things and how God has turned upon them immediately to judge them for their wicked presumption against Him. You know, the Bible says, The Lord reigneth. Let the people rejoice. And so today ought to be a time when we rejoice together because the Lord reigns. When the Bible speaks of beautiful feet coming and preaching the gospel of peace and bringing glad tidings of good things, if you go to that passage and read it, it says, because the Lord reigneth. That's really the beautiful aspect of the religion of the Lord Jesus Christ and His gospel. It's that He reigns. The Lord Jesus Himself is sitting at the right hand of God with a rod of iron in His hand, dashing into pieces the nations of the earth. And He's coming soon for us. Psalm 52 is of David against the enemies of the church. And we can be confident that the enemies of the church will be destroyed, just as this psalm says, the righteous will see and fear the judgment and shall laugh at the wicked. And yet we want to say this morning, I feel like a green olive tree in the house of, the God, house of God. I'm trusting in His mercy forever. I'm trusting in His name because His name is good before His saints. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, blessed God, there is no God beside Thee. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. And we put our trust in Thy name this day. We thank Thee for this psalm of David, 
the man after your own heart, as he describes the laughter of the righteous at the utter destruction of the wicked, for them opening their mouths and working deceitfully with their tongues that are like a razor to cut against the people of God. Heavenly Father, we live in the midst of the strife of tongues against Thee and Thy Word, and we pray that this day we will be confirmed and strengthened in our hearts and minds by Your Word, that the Lord reigneth, and that You hear every one of their words, and You will not forget them. Heavenly Father, we thank You that in the preparation for today, we have read Hannah's prayer of 1 Samuel 2, and we have read Hezekiah and the words that he heard from Sennacherib and Rabshakeh, and how you said that the daughter, the virgin daughter of Zion, hath despised the Assyrians, and how you killed 185,000 of them in one night. We give thee praise and honor and glory and blessing for your might, O Lord, in defending your church against its enemies, for defending yourself and your religion against the blasphemous claims of idolaters. O Lord, we live in a nation that once proclaimed your name much wider and more frequently than it does now, and we pray for the saints scattered abroad in this country, that for their sake and for our sake and for the sake of our children, you will preserve this nation, forgiving it its sins. We thank you for the rulers that we have. O Lord, we see so much that disturbs us. But according to the commandment of our beloved brother Paul, we give thanks this morning for our rulers and for all those that are in authority. And we supplicate Thee, Heavenly Father, and we beg Thee that You would overrule their ignorance and that You would bless them and that You would protect them and guide them and grant them wisdom in leading the affairs of this nation, that we, Your people, might continue to lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. Heavenly Father, as we come before Thee, Your churches are meeting across the earth, and we pray that You would bless them. We pray for our brother Singh and those saints meeting in Kuala Lumpur and Penang, Malaysia. Even while we speak, they're in their evening service. We pray Your mercy upon them. And every church of saints that calls upon Your name in sincerity and in truth, we ask Your mercy over them. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. As we come into Thy worship, we know that our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak, and our flesh has drug us into sin, and we ask Thee to forgive us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in Thy sight this day, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. We ask in Jesus' name that You will bless us to worship Thee this day according to the due order, that You will help us to rightly divide the Word of God, that we will humble ourselves before its warnings, and that we will be converted from those things that are foolish in our lives, that we will rejoice in God our Savior. Be with us now. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.